we're heading to the Highlands with a little Tomatin sherry cask and tow. Distillation is an art form that's been around for thousands of years. And while the basic process is virtually unchanged, the science behind it is quite amazing. We're going to look at where the distilling process came from and how we quite possibly could be in the middle of the most exciting time in whiskey history. Plus, age versus value. Where do you fall into the argument? Is age truly the best indicator of quality? We'll give our take on the topic. So settle in and pour a dram. This is the Cash Chasers Podcast. All right, guys, welcome to the Cash Chasers podcast. As always, we got Bobby and Aaron here. How you doing, fellas? Hi, I am <laughs> doing well. And we have we have a, an exciting whiskey here for us this week. We have Tomatin single. Is it Highland? It Tom is Highland. Yeah. Yep. Mm. And this was yours, Aaron. Brought it this was. In. Yeah. Talk about it. So okay. So <laughs> i i had uh, i had I had not tried this one before. Strangely enough, and to- Tomatin is how how I I heard it said, but Tomatin Tomatin. Tomitin, I don't know. Um, so it's a don't worry, they'll give us corrections. That's right. Somebody's that's right. gonna some <laughs> podcast at castchasers.org. Um, idiots. Uh, so it's 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 one of these. I initially I like the bottle. I mean, we all we all know I'm bottle a bottle chaser. chaser. Um, <laughs> let's say it together. <laughs> um, but it's a it's a tw- it's a twelve year old. It was I I was looking around. I was like, I want some more scotches in my collection. Um, you know, I'm kind of reeling after the holidays and, you know, not having a whole lot of uh, extra money to spend. And if I recall, it was around, you know, 40 ish dollars, um, somewhere in there. And I was like, you know what, I I need to get, I I need to get some more scotches and I hadn't tried this one. So I got it and I tried it and I liked it. So I wanted to share it with you gents. And what did you say it was? How much? Uh, around 40, if I recall. No, no. Holy crap. 12, 12 years old Highland, um, bourbon and sherry casks. So, I mean, typical. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, generally, I'm not an enormous fan of a sherry cask. There's a couple here or there. I'm more of a fan of like a port cask. Um, But this particular one, I I really enjoyed. And maybe that's just because I've been. Well, you don't like sherry bombs. Right. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. exactly. I don't like really heavy sherry. So, I mean, this one's just got sort of, you know, more of a a little bit of a taste of it. And I, I feel like it's got some decent complexity highland is my my favorite region yeah um it's just so big and there's so much of it some of the islands are technically part of part of the highlands so i yeah i wanted to wanted to give her a go there's no peat in this so scott's done with it i'm already scott's like what is this water my my bar is very low right (laughs) (laughs) all right shall we let's do it cheers fellas So I, I want you guys to talk first because well it's it's forty three right yep. forty three ABV yep he so, said confidently yep. without looking at it I yep. know. yeah Go ahead. look at that look at that <laughs> I did look earlier not that ah, good. you know come what on I mean? they wouldn't have known credit. either too much credit man forty three point six I believe <laughs> yeah, if I'm right. going right. off my palate just my, <laughs> you know you know it's uh it's not hot which is no. I didn't expect it to be it's really clean mm-hmm. it is I added no water to it but it almost has yeah, a crispness to it. And as I was ta- as I was taking Crisp. it in, that's when the vanilla hit me. Right yeah. as I was drinking but breathing it in, yeah, I got the vanilla there, but that's then I, I didn't it. get it afterwards. Um, and almost like a dried fruit. Yeah. as I'm yeah. as I'm tasting it. So th- this has this has a lot of to me. It has a lot of 
flavors um, that you find in a lot of bourbons. You know, um, so you're you, you said the vanilla. Yeah. I taste a little bit of a caramel mm-hmm. almost. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a almost a on on the palate. There's almost like a like a citrus type thing. I was going to say, gen- and, that, and that's probably almost like yeah, yeah. And th- I think that's what your taste that sort of clear or yeah. clean uh, taste that you, that you were that you were talking about. Fresh, there. yeah, fresh. Yeah, there yeah. you go. So I almost, yeah, but yeah, exactly. Almost like a citrus fruit, maybe not quite an orange, but like lem- lemony. This would to me. be good lunchtime whiskey. Oh, good, that's a good great. lunchtime whiskey. That's a great idea. You know what I mean? Yeah, For all the just, alcoholics. That's just, right. Just, you know, on our next show, we'll talk about <laughs> breakfast whiskeys. And middle whiskeys, of the night refrigerator whiskeys. And whiskeys for when you're sad. I mean, if you look at our track record, we're starting with... <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, it, it's, it's, would you steal it? Would you leave work right, and, yeah, and drink exactly. it all the time? I, I would not steal this. <laughs> okay. Right. Because so, the price point alone isn't worth whatever that crime. Were. So, so <laughs> to me, this has this has that this has that brightness that you were talking about. Yeah. That, that sort of clean taste. There's almost a little bit to me of like a, I, I always call it like a, like a dark dried fruit, like a like a raisin or mm. like a um, almost like a what like a like a prune. Almost. I would I would start somebody on this. Yeah, if yeah. I had a new, Ooh, that's, yeah. you know what I mean. Exactly. So here's what I dig about you know twelve year whiskeys um scotches specifically scotches only scotches really is no oak right you're right. not getting that until later it's been stripped right. away by exactly. the bourbon you exactly. know and so you got to really get an old one i think 15 18 years mm-hmm. is typical when you start tasting the oak in, in a scotch so there's no none of that oak it's all fruit it's all floral like you said the citrus really bright i would give this to some i would enjoy this mm-hmm. right i would give like a picnic or a lunch or middle of the day noon <laughs> Now, um, <laughs> whenever in the bathroom, I would have it anywhere. Um, but Tomatin in the morning, Tomatin in the I evening. Can't wait for this editing. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be like cutting that, cutting that. Um, I would, I would share this with somebody for the first time. Yeah, I, I think I'll, I would add this to my list of hey, you're new to scotch, right? As a seasoned scotch drinker, mm-hmm. I don't. It just ends. And the, no finish. No, and, 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 and I, I was actually for yeah, me I was that's going to come back to the okay. talk about the finish before it's, I interrupted you. Yeah. Okay. No, it's fine. Uh-huh. No, the um, so the finish, it's 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 short. You still feel a little bit going on on your tongue, yeah. sort of like later on, but it's not. It's almost like it's got a little bit of that that sort of numbing mm-hmm. that, that happens to the tongue. I taste a little bit of. Um, Right somewhere right before the palate and the finish, like right in between there, I get almost this butterscotchy type note, and then I get like maybe something that's a little appley, and then nothing. Mm. So I mean, it does have a very short finish, and I mean, it's 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 pretty typical. Yeah, yeah, exactly for a young scotch. Yeah, and, and not then, in a bad way. Yeah, I know you said um, that we're not we weren't expecting Pete in this, but do you get a little? hint of a smokiness to it on the end because i i feel like it's not overwhelming but i feel like i get just a hint of smoke or i'm willing to try it again i mean i'm not i'm not fine you know i'm i'm no quitter so i'll try it again um (laughs) but uh, on the nose while you guys are tasting on the nose i get the i said the dry fruit but to me have you ever um have you ever dried out like uh, bananas or anything in the um, dehydrator, oh, yeah. okay. you know, and you yeah. pull that tray open, and that's sure. like that's what I'm. That's what it reminded so me of I, right I away. I don't know about this one at all, and um, I'd have to look into it more. Most your scotches aren't 
the you know the the grains aren't dried with um you know hot air like Irish whiskeys right are. It's, right it's it's typically peat or something even if it's a low amount mm-hmm. um so you could be getting it from that I'm not tasting it but that's right. not to say um, it's not there I mean and, and after you it's said it I kind of got a little bit of I mean, it but like, I don't know if that's completely yeah, mental because you're in our I'm, heads I'm, now I'm, yeah, I'm I searching see for how it. I do it get yeah. out of my right. head it's man. like drying out bananas yeah jeez I like it it's a good one I'd put that on my shelf. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. As price, at that price yeah, point? Yeah, for the price point, you can't it, beat it. And if you're, a, if, and I'll just say this, if you're a scotch drinker and you have friends that aren't, which is the kind of the point of everything we do is to bring, you know, absolutely. people that don't know with people that do know, you should have something on your shelf that everybody can drink. Because I'll go to people's houses that I know that are really, you know, big, big scotch drink, whiskey drinkers, and they don't have anything I would share with a new drinker. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking it'd be nice if you had something cool, calm, and collect. That's what I would yeah, put on my That's yeah, an excellent exactly. point. And, exactly. and our hope is that when the, with this show, there's a lot of new people to whiskey. And we've we've already recommended that the uh, yeah. Glenmo is one way one right. place to start. And if you want to go yeah. Highlands, this is a I great mean, if you're listening now and you're not new to whiskey, you need to stop listening because this is not <laughs> – no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> this is not for you. No, but yeah, and, and I, I would I would say that as well. Um, and on in my in my cabinet, literally I have this right next to the Glenmore G10 um, just – they're again, kind of friends, yeah. they're, they're buddies, but yeah. like, you know, if, if you, if, again, if you have somebody that's not really into whiskey, maybe into bourbon, not so much into Scott, it's, it's a nice, it's a nice easy one to get them started. And it's an attractive bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, I like the bottle. I like that style. Yeah. Does that surprise you that Aaron brought an attractive bottle? No. I don't know that he owns anything that's not. <laughs> I, I do too. <laughs> he snubs his. We, Van, remember the Rip Van Winkle? Yes. We had, it's, it's a pretty unimpressive <laughs> bottle. He's like, I hate the bottle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So don't drink it, I guess. That whiskey so didn't stand a threw, chance. He threw it away. <laughs> From sight alone, that whiskey didn't stand a chance. Come on. <laughs> Have you guys had a chance to see our charity video or podcast trailer? If you haven't, you really need to check out the amazing work from our friend John Morgera and Pure Genius Pictures. Whether you're looking for corporate videos, commercials, digital films, and much more, Pure Genius Pictures has you covered at an affordable rate. And the cinema quality work in these videos is incredible. The only thing better is John's attention to detail and his love for the art. Don't believe me? Head on over to our social media pages and check out our videos for yourself. Or better yet, head on over to YouTube and search Pure Genius Pictures for a sampling of their work. If wedding bells are in your future, PGP Wedding Films will make sure your special day is turned into the perfect memory your family will look back on for years to come. For corporate or private video, check them on the web at puregeniusfilms.com. And for wedding videography, you can check them out at pgpweddings.com. When it comes to professional videography, let John and his team at Pure Genius Pictures turn your next event into pure genius. And be sure to tell them the Cash Chaser sent you. All right, fellas. Well, we've talked about scotch. We've talked about bourbon. We've gone all over the world, talked about where whiskey came from in in different regions. Uh, But we haven't really talked about just where whiskey comes from in general. How is it made? Because when we you look at all the regions that we've talked about to this point, there's a lot of similarities in the distillation process, right? Um, The basic science of it, the history of where it came from. uh, There's some there's some commonality there. And then each region has uh, something that makes it their own. But distillation in general, where does that come from? How does that, how did that come to be? Because that is an amazing process when you think about it. I don't know. Tell us, Scott. (laughs) We'll talk to you next week. (laughs) (laughs) Look it up. Shoot us an email. Well, um, uh, Mesopotamia, right? Yeah. So, well, so you have, to summarize it really short, I guess, um, you have monks that go to, they're traveling, you know, um, 
in Greece. They're traveling in Rome, which isn't Rome at the time, whatever it is, um, and, and, you know, Europe, right? Mm-hmm. And they're seeing perfumes and oils being created through what is distillation. So they basically do that with their beer. Is, is, a, is a simple explanation. Right. Now, there's some, you know, stories out there of the same thing happens and a, a, a common thing for Scotland and Ireland is a bowl of mush that they uh, – oatmeal, right? Grained mm-hmm. oatmeal that they will continue each morning to reprocess, reprocess. You know, beer would come from that. You distill that, you get a whiskey from it or you get a, um, you know, you get a new wine from it. Sure. You know, um, moonshine. So that's probably where it started. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, it's loose translation, but it probably came from, you know, perfume and oil makers. Yeah. And then somehow mm-hmm. we decided, how can we drink that? So that what, what's interesting about that, smell came first. That doesn't surprise me, right? Because, you know I, mean? I mean, like you said, the, the original point was aromatics. It was, yeah. it was not for consumption. But at some point, it, it makes me smile that at some point in history, some guy went... <laughs> And then took a sip. <laughs> I wonder if I could drink this. <laughs> yeah. So, so dis- distilling the process of distilling is just a a purification sure. of a liquid um, with the combination of heating and cooling. And that, I mean, that's that's a really really sort of dumbed down yeah. version of it. But I mean, you you can just you can distill water by boiling a pot of it and catching the, you the know vapors, the, yeah. the vapors mm-hmm. on 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 the pot lid. Um, so you know when you just dis- when you distill any liquid, you've got. You've got, you know, the part that is distilled and you've got the stuff that's left. And it's it's basically, you know, you you, you have some of these whiskeys that are, you know, double distilled, triple distilled, what, uh, all these different things. And that's how many times they go through the through that specific process. And, you know, at some point, you know, we can talk about the different sizes and styles of stills, what the benefits are and that sort of thing. Well, they would So they would start with basic small... Copper pot stills. Yes. I mean, you see these pictures as far back as pictures go, mm-hmm. photographs go. Literally, you know, five-gallon, three-gallon pot stills, a, uh, a a neck coming up into a barrel, and they're, you know, distilling it. And your Irish triple distill, scotch typically double. Mm-hmm. Um, but the idea is to find what we call the heart. So we were talking about heads, heart, and tails. So the head of it, what's dangerous about making whiskey, because I've made beer. Right. You know, we, oh yeah. If you have a kitchen and a pot, you can make you beer. Can make and it. there's so many home brewers out there. And I've had people that know I'm, you know, really into whiskey. They say, you know, have you ever tried making whiskey? And I said, no, because I don't want to die. Like my grandpappy right, did, right. Yeah, going exactly. blind yeah. out in West Virginia. You know right. what I mean? <laughs> it's because the head of of it, and one of the things to, and there was a term taking a shot, essentially that came from, um, um, you know, back when they were creating making whiskey. It was dangerous. It was a game. It was right, roulette. Right. Because you tasted the head first, and that was methanol, which is poisonous. And then the tail too far into the into the new whiskey, this is it coming off the still itself, is bitter and funky. There's that middle part called the heart. That's that's the stuff you want. That's the flavorful gotcha. stuff. Okay. So you literally – now we have science and ways to yeah. do it. And they still – you know, some of the old school I mean, they had methods, science. <laughs> Well, <laughs> he's dead. That's not the one we want. <laughs> so Write that down somewhere. You know what I mean? So you're literally, but you can tell by the glass, you'll see scotch distillers um, and, you know, uh, other distillers do it as well. They'll literally take it, add water to it. And if it stays cloudy, 
mm-hmm. and doesn't and the cloud doesn't fade into a crystal clear you know water look. It's right. not ready yet. Right. So they're they're tasting it, they're smelling it, they're scientifically testing it to make sure that heads become a heart. You can't do anything with the heads. You can use, do everything with a heart. That's the point. And then the tails, you can use that for distillation later. Some mm-hmm. do, some don't. Some yeah. Right, right. But th- that's what's cool about the distillation process is finding – it's not just taking the vapors. So alcohol, you know, it um, it boils off first before water right. does. Right, And that's the – so you catch the alcohol vapors. Sure. goes up the neck, cools off, drips into, you know, the container you're catching it in, and then you're tasting it. Yep. You distill it a second time and maybe a third if you're, if you're Irish – and that's it. That's how smooth you want it, or how la- the lack I mean, of flavor. You're referring to the if process. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean intelligence. <laughs> no, just, no. Just, just, just the Irish in yeah, general. Yeah. Well, Irish whiskey is triple distilled, right? Exactly. Um, yeah. And that's why you don't taste. They're it. just really nervous people. They got <laughs> <laughs> one, one more, one more, yeah, one more, one maybe more, one more. Yeah. Maybe we do this again <laughs> before we taste it. <laughs> but um, so so you get, but there's an art of balancing more flavor, less flavor. How many times you distill it, you start getting more of the ethanol that you want. Versus the flavors that you want, the grain, the, you know, you took all that time to peat and smoke and dry, sure. and, you know, you want to catch as much as that as you can. So there's definitely a science to it. Sure. And I mean, the, the like, like you were alluding to, the, the whole thing's a balancing act, you know. It's of death and life. Of death and life, <laughs> literally in, <laughs> in, some, in some situations. Um, but it, it's a whole balancing act, you know, to, if, you know. You go too far with it, you know. You're you're getting rid of some of the flavors that maybe you wanted previously, and it's just it, I'm 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 flabbergasted time and time again when I hear when I hear the um, distillers talking um, just the science behind it and the chemistry and all this kind well, of well, most are chemists, and that's the thing that's that's the yeah. ridiculous thing to me. Like um, you know, I uh, most times I feel like I'm just some guy drinking this stuff and like, man, this one's good, you know. Yeah. But, but then you, but then you think about your great great grandfather, right? Specifically, great right? Specifically, my uh, great great grandfather <laughs> out in the woods, moonshining. Scotland, they did it. Ireland, America, obviously, mm-hmm. and these were not scientists. Somebody's dad's dad's dad passed this down, and they're out there, you know, doing this stuff. Right. Now you have chemists sitting in, you know, right. and people that know. It, it's amazing. And, and, and one of the things that always uh, catches my eye is when you look back, if you're researching history of distillation of whiskey, and you look at the pictures of the old stills, mm-hmm. and they, they're really on the, not that different from what you see today. No. And the fact that that is just, God, we've talked about the beauty and simplicity with whiskey sometimes. And just from that aspect alone, how the the science really hasn't, Change the baseline science. The understanding I think there's a, of it. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. The, and that that's a that's a great point that's too. So it's, amazing. Yeah. The the understanding of it, the the things that we're we're able to apply now because we know. So you you were talking about my great great grandpappy or whatever. Um, I didn't a lot know of your, him. So that's I didn't right. That's okay. Him. Well, neither did I. Um, so uh, your your a, a lot of you know your moonshiners, uh, your 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 uh, guys in the glens in Scotland and all that. It was. A, a lot, a lot of, a lot of what we now today, we've got all of these whiskeys, you know, to choose from. Like I, I, I literally couldn't even tell you, is it, is it thousands? Is it millions? I don't know. You know, billions, there's, there's zil, mm. all these quadrillions of whiskey wow. uh, we have to choose from these days. That's probably it. Um, <laughs> Sounds technical. It's, there, there was so much with, you know, somebody's great, great grandpappy and things that were sort of happened upon accidentally. 
Yeah. You know, and, oh, and that, yeah. that's not just the distillation. That's everything. That's, that's your, your barrels. You know, you used barrels to transport stuff. Guess what? Oh, barrels impart great flavor mm. to, to the whiskey and all this. It's just things that came not necessarily by accident, but out of necessity. You know, we have to get this thing from this, this place to this place. It's on there for, you know, a couple months. Oh, wow. This makes it taste a whole lot better. Yeah. So that, that's just sort of a, that, that's one, one of the themes, um, that, that I've seen. And, um, you know, there are some of your, you know, different distilleries, especially a lot of your smaller guys have started working with, um, uh, breweries, you know, and like taking either, either beers that didn't really do too well or, you know, or that did, or that did. So, and, and distilling those and while they set out with, you know, a purpose, like, Hey, you know, we're, we're going to, we're going to make a whiskey or something like a whiskey, um, out of this beer or this, what could have been a beer. We are sort of just kind of seeing what happens, you know? And And just so everyone knows, and to backtrack just a little bit, you made a great point where whiskey comes from. It's, it's a grain. I'm going to really dumb this down for the people that don't know, you know, it's a grain. It's, it's, um, it's allowed to sprout to give it the sugar start to come out and things like that when mm-hmm. they when they start, first start that process. Um, they grind that up. They make a flour out of it. They take that flour and they just they make a beer, mm-hmm. a distiller's beer, mm-hmm. typically 7 to, I don't know, 10% ABV, Some something mash, like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they take that beer and they distill it. And there's a lot more to that and verbiage and stuff in there that, you know, that, to that process. And I would suggest, you know, you'll hear it on our show and mm-hmm. pick up a book, watch a video, and read about it too. There's a lot of great information out there. But that's the basic. So whiskey comes from beer and comes from a grain. So when you're distilling, you're trying to maintain those flavors. So it's not just about making ethanol. It's not vodka where you're trying to get it as clean and non-flavorful you really do want to make a whiskey make a liquor right but you want to maintain as much as that a much of that and then the pot still itself the copper Mm -hmm. is giving is is adding flavor and doing its own things um and i just think that that's amazing to to your point yeah yeah sorry to interrupt you no 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 it's good because i I was i was running out of steam anyway um vapor running out of vapor vapor. (laughs) and it all comes around (laughs) that's a distillation joke kids (laughs) We're nerds. <laughs> <laughs> um, but at, at the end of the day, it's, it really is. It, I'm like I said, I'm just constantly blown away by how stuff happens, you know, and, and how, how, to your point, how much, how much the distillers just know these days. Oh, God. Like I'll, 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 I'll stand there and I'll talk with, you, you know, what, and any number of distillers and just, the amount of knowledge they have, not just about like, I mean, you, you know, uh, Bobby, you're, you have just so much knowledge of like the history and that sort of thing. And, you know, I'm really into tasting and fi- finding those, you know, like real fine points and like, oh, what's this thing I'm tasting? And sometimes I come up with chocolate chip cookies. Um, but <laughs> it just like when they start talking the actual science of it and the um, just the just the chemistry, I it to me it's it, it, they really are just talking a different language. Think about and, think about like with the Alta. I mean, mm-hmm. finding a, a wild yeast strand, right? And saccharomyces. You know, I, I brutalized that, but essentially there's a there's a yeast that's standard among you know whiskey and beer makers. I mean, right, they, they right. vary. But to just think outside the box and is there a different strand of yeast I can use? Right. To make this taste different, mm-hmm. there's your science. Yeah, that's yeah. The mole- literally well, the molecular and, level. And you've got you've got a lot of distilleries also that are 
that are, you know, innovative in sort of going back to older ways of doing stuff mm-hmm. as well. And that's sort of what, what, what that was. Their great grandpappies did. Right. That's yeah. what their great grandpappies did. And, um, you know, there's, there's a number of distilleries now that are, you know, cultivating wild, wild, uh, wild yeast strands, um, to sort of, you know, re- replicate that as well, because we didn't have all these standardized things, you know, uh, back in, you know, back when your monks first started distilling stuff and this and that, and it's just really neat to me. It, it, it's it's a it's a great time to be a whiskey lover. Really. Now, <laughs> now, unless you have a license, you're, it's illegal to make whiskey in most places in the United States. Yes. Can I talk about something non-whiskey related real quick? Sure. Do you guys mind? No. no and go this for has it. nothing to do with whiskey. Okay. I'm done talking about whiskey. I don't want to talk about it anymore. If you're in this essential oils, you can buy a still online made of <laughs> copper. Yes, you can. And that copper still will distill your oils for you. Yes. And you can create some great oils that you yes. can bottle and hand out to friends. And just be careful when you're distilling your oils, you know. <laughs> Think of all the uh, aromatics that you can have that in you your can house. Pull it's amazing. From, I don't know, any ingredient, really. <laughs> any mash. <laughs> Okay, back to whiskey. That's right. True. That's very true, though. <laughs> now, now that we talked about that completely unrelated to whiskey. <laughs> oh, <Wink>. Lord. <laughs> ATF uh, is kicking any, in. Any, com- any complaints? <laughs> Y'all uh, telling people to make whiskey. No. Send no, an email not. to podcast at castchasers.org. Specifically said aromatics. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but you, you can get that stuff. When you go into a distillery and you see... Uh, ooh, the first time I went into one, I was actually blown away by how little there was in there meaning the equipment in my mind before i knew anything about it i'm thinking man it must take this massive operation to do something like this on a mass scale right and going back to my earlier point it they stick to the they really stick to the basics and relatively little equipment i'm not saying i'm not trying to minimize it but but compared it, to your expectations, but think what, about that. You're, what they're able to do. You're doing this in the woods, exactly. And the laws are chasing you, you exactly. Know? Right. And and the fact that that hasn't changed from backwoods to professional distilleries, mm-hmm. it, it that's amazing. Uh, Don't get him wrong. There's labs and stuff. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean there's a lot more. But I'm talking about just the 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 heart and soul of the operation, right? The actual stills and everything. It's still. It's still back to the the roots of it all, and, and it's a beautiful thing to me. Uh, there's a couple things I want to touch on with the actual stills, right? Yep. And one of them, one of you guys was telling me about the the, the height. And there's diff, there's a difference in the different heights, right? The column. So there's a I, maybe an Aaron. I, I'm not sure. So there are different kinds of stills mm-hmm. used. Obviously, there's column stills, which have their own. There are platelets that go in between. There's a whole science sure. to that. There's um, pot stills, which are traditional in, in Scotland and, you know, I mean, Ireland and, you, you know, obviously in Scotland. Um, there's theories behind if there's dents inside in the in the still itself, the mm. flavor will change. And people have like, and I've, I've asked people and they said, yeah, the molecular structure of the dents. Yeah. And then people have said, no, it's um has nothing to do. So there's arguments. That taller, it's that finite, you know, get it right kind of thing. There are really tall, and I can't remember who has the tallest, um, the goose or the uh, swan neck. Is it is it Glenn Morangy? It, like it might I be. I think they may have the tallest. Um, that amount of time that vapor has to travel up that long neck, right, M- intermingle with the copper and right. everything it's doing in that travel 
entering the cooling um, section that where it curves, right, and then turning into back into liquid, that changes an entire flavor process without taking away from anything that you're trying to get. You know, and, and I think you get to your heart a little quicker sure. um, with that, and you take it has time to take a lot of the other bad stuff out of it. But yeah, no. So as things haven't changed, playing around with the tools you have. It's almost like um, watching. Um, you ever watch Top Chef or Chopped? Oh, yeah. You know when they sure. here's a basket of four ingredients. Make That's something. Right. Whiskey's like that. Like you have to make it the way your granddaddy did. You know what I mean? Here's your pot still. Here's your grain. Here's your water. Good luck. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But no one says you can't change it. Right. Make it. Right. You know, do, if I stretch it, is it better? If I, you know, what if I? And now we have column stills that aren't even, you know, totally different science behind mm-hmm. those things. That's a different show. But it's crazy what they can do with these things now, and to extract different flavors from that process. And when you look back through history, it's also amazing to me that as that process became defined, you you can see. You, you can see how whiskey as a commodity grows and, you know, going from, you know, King Henry, Henry the fourth gifting it yeah. away to King Henry, Henry the eighth, making it almost uh, a currency and, mm-hmm. and uh, monetizing that for, for medicine. Yeah. Uh, you know. And then you kind of fast forward to. I'm so sick. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have? I don't know. A sword. Throw. Just give me the whiskey. Give me the- and, and there's a movement today with which. So, um, to, you know, some people's dis- dismay, you know, there's flavored whiskeys and stuff coming out. There's all kinds of people are actually experimenting with the whiskeys themselves mm-hmm. now. But even then, the process isn't changing much. They're still doing it the way. So how do you, how do you, Aaron said there's a 2.6 trillion types of whiskey out there. <laughs> how do you differentiate <laughs> yourself exactly, from others? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now you ha- you're forced almost, if you want to be different, you mix, you mix with the grain, but sometimes it's that small level, and some of the coolest whiskeys I've ever had have come from such a just a different kind of pot still. Just the way they do it, the yeah. way they distill it, and that's the genius yeah. of, a, of a of a master, a true master distiller. Yeah, you alluded to it. If it was legal, would you do your own? You know what? I'm no a because whiskey is one of it's not like art. It is an art, and I believe it is. It's beautiful. It's amazing, but it's. It is like art where it's it's part of you. You have to have that, I think. Sure. But there's also a heritage there and a love for it. And I have a love for whiskey and a passion, but I appreciate what other people do. I don't have this secret handbook passed down from generation to generation telling me what the right way is. I would be interested in trying. I'm really scared of methanol. <laughs> I'm, I'm really worried about finding the – it's seen it, – you know what I mean? Um, Data, I tried. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. He's blind now. <laughs> um, I don't think I could do what these guys are doing, and I don't want to. You know, I, I want to try. I have a bunch of friends in in the beer world who do the home brewing, uh, and I have a f- few friends that do professional brewing. And one of the things that they they go back and forth on is, you know, I, I if I can't do it justice, I don't want to do it on my own yes. just for fun, right? Yeah, and I, I know that's what you're that's alluding a, that's to. That's a great way to put yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, and for me, I, you know, I thought about that cause I said, man, if I could make my own whiskey, that sounds uh, like a lot of fun. But after thinking about it, if I can't, I don't want to just get ingredients in the mail or get ingredients from the store and put them in a pot. Like if I can't do the due diligence up front and if you, you know, take the get time, my malt, yes. get my, you might as well become a distiller. All right. 
Yeah, if you're exactly. Fine, if you're yeah. beating the farmer, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. You're taking the science. <laughs> sure. You know what I mean. You yeah. might as well. Eat but if it. I can't do that, yeah. then I don't want to because right, otherwise, right. I'm just. It just seems and, cheap and, to me. And I'll be honest with you, and I know you guys pretty well. We don't have the patience. That's oh, true. No. That's very. When true. you make your own beer, you have time. You know, you sick maybe a few months, right? But with whiskey, I can't put something in there and be like, all right, so I guess three years? That's right, three years. And I'm opening that up the next day. Is this ready, you think? I feel like we've had this conversation a lot, is that I can't imagine laboring away at something, whether even not just whiskey, wine, you, know, you name it. Anything. Anything. Laboring away at this thing and then having to wait. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Right, just years, sit there. 10 years, 12 years. You know, can you imagine? And, and in some cases... Getting a dry barrel, or or who knows what you're you, what you're going to get on that. You know something that upsets me, and I'm going to say it to the listeners out there. When I listen to not whiskey snobs, but whiskey connoisseurs, people that really get into it, they won't drink a young new whiskey. They won't, you know, they they see the flavored whiskeys yeah, out there, yeah. or they see, you know, they're getting their stuff from like MGP or something. You know, they're 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 doing these things, and I'm thinking they want to create a whiskey. Give them the starting line. You know what I mean? You have to start somewhere. Right. And, you know, we have a friend that, you know, makes whiskey, and I've had somebody, I'm not going to give his name out, but we had another friend taste it, and they're like, oh, I can't stand it. I'm like, well, it's young, man. Give the guy a chance. You only have, you can't, Japanese did the same thing. You have to start somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. I respect that, you know? Well, and another thing, just to bounce back to what you were saying, Scott, about, you know, waiting, waiting 10 years, waiting 12 years for something. If your whiskey has an age statement, that is the youngest whiskey that's in it. Oh, good point. So a 12, like this, this, um, uh, a 12 year old Tomatin is going to be at least 12 years old. You might have some 15 year old in there. Could have pulled a little 25 off the shelf. Yeah, there might be some 25 in there just, you know, to try to make, to try to, you know, make it all uniform just to get that, again, back to the science, back to the taste, just to get that to be the way it's supposed to be so that all the bottles are going to be uniform. Not to dip into another show altogether, but what are your opinions on age statement? I have, when I started out, I was in search of the, the, oldest one i could afford mm-hmm. because i equated that so like with an quality is what you <laughs> pretty much let's say you're right there's <laughs> uh, but that that was my that was my mindset was how, what's the oldest one i can afford because i equated that with quality right uh, and i've since i i backed off of that and yeah. uh, and i have not been disappointed i i still chase the the older ones once in a Some while are but good and they're a good measuring tool but I, I don't dive into that pool. No, the Ab- no. We had the Abalor, you know, Abu Dhabi, and, and that, oh my gosh, and that's yeah, a non exactly, It's exactly. fairly young, mm-hmm. actually. It's yeah. not an old whiskey. Right. So, and I'm more or less right right where Scott is. Now, if if I see, if I see you know, like a 30-year-old or something like that. I'm stealing and it. So, I'm stealing <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, podcast at castchasers.org. Um, if I see, a th- if somebody's going to let me have a taste of a, of a 30-year-old, I've, I'm already like, wow, okay. You know, like buckle your seatbelt. And very often it is something where I'm like, wow, that's, yeah, there's, uh, you know, there's just, there's, there's something about it that's, you know, it, with, uh, a, lot, a lot of it's, you know, sort of rounding those harsh edges by it just, you know, aging sometimes for longer. Sometimes it's too much oak though. And sometimes it is. Exactly. You know, sometimes it goes too it far. It loses some stuff. Exactly. So sometimes it goes too far, too much oak, too much this, too much that. But, um, no, I'm not, I'm not bound to like, if, if, if I see, if I see, you know, a, a, a 12 year and a 14 year on a shelf and 
I've had them both before. Sometimes that twelve years better. Yeah, you or know? it's not worth, or the fourteen's not worth right, it. Right, right. And know? I've I've got, I've I have a decent amount of non-age statement stuff. And again, age statements are mostly going to be more on your, on your um, scotches than your now. There's your there's, American whiskeys. there's regulated state age. Yes, yes. Um, bourbon and whatnot. But I mean, yeah, I'm with you guys. I'm on the same page. Mm-hmm. We all came together on that one. Hey, I thought it was really. Gonna, I thought I was going to have to leave. It only took a few That's episodes. Right. I know. <laughs> Look at us bonding. <laughs> I guess that's it. Uh, I'm done. There's got, distillation. I, there's nothing else to talk about. The, time, as as, the Time's Up red light just came on, which means Scott will <laughs> fire us if we keep talking. Right. So, okay. so I'm just going to tell you out there that if you had any corrections for us, you can email us, as Aaron has said, <laughs> podcast at castchasers.org. We don't expect any, but if you found them. <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, you can we'll also... delete it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but you can send it. That's fine. There is definitely a lot more to talk about around distillation and stills, so I'm sure we'll be circling around to this topic again sooner rather than later. And when we do, we'll be bringing some distillery owners into the studio to give us their first-hand knowledge of the process itself and what their take is on the use of different stills. So be on the lookout for those episodes in the coming months. But in the meantime, we'll have all new episodes coming in just a couple weeks, so be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cash Chasers for all the updates. Also, let us know what you think of the show. You can comment on any one of our pages or email us at podcast at cashchasers.org. If you want to help support the Cash Chasers podcast, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review to help us spread the word. There is nothing more valuable. So until next time, Cash Chasers, remember, it's not about finding the perfect dram. It's all in the chase. <laughs>